Hello and welcome to episode 280 of Three Beers and a Movie. I'm Richard Laird and I'm with... Colin McKay. Hello. Happy New Year, Colin. Happy New Year to you, sir, and to the rest of the population. 2023, this is the fucking future. Well, dude, I remember reading 2000 AD before it was year 2000 and being mind-blowing, thinking, wow, what's life going to be like in the year 2000? Um, So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 2023 is like you know unheralded for you uh, yeah completely it's, it's like I'm still disappointed that Judge Dredd's not not a real person yet. I mean I don't, don't, I don't have a hoverboard yet you know that's, that's <laughs> I mean take away from this I don't have a hoverboard yet yeah uh, is there not prototypes of hoverboards there is but it's, it, you know requires it, you know like immense power and immense power, like at magnets kept it like you know super cool yeah and only kind of float like fucking millimetres off the ground and stuff like that. I don't even want the big massive one that the the Biff's got. I just want a really simple pink one that that Marty has at the start. Just use your... See, see, I I think the the idea of hoverboards is cool, but I think I'd be a... I'd I'd just kill myself. I'd be like that. I'd either go on a hoverboard and just straight into incoming traffic or something. I'd be like, yeah, he's... What about the self-tying laces? That'd be quite good. Well, they kind of had that, though. Remember, I don't know, kind of, you're old enough to remember but do you remember Reebok done the pump up shoes not not the same it's kind of similar though because it had to be bubble and you'd squeeze the bubble yeah I remember, I remember would, but, yeah. absolutely not the same but yeah, 100% not the same <laughs> you're, not, that. you're not buying this at all are you no, anyway Cosby, welcome to the seventh year of us doing this seven years we started oh, in 2017 that's insane oh. it is, isn't it that's, it's like when you give it that context it's like wow we've uh, been talking a lot of shite for a long time oh well, it's just but it's done what done with passion and gusto shall we say it has it's yeah. been a nice it's been a nice constant check-in for us it's been nice to have this, this, this absolutely week. yeah seven years man that's uh, jesus man you could kill somebody and get get less time for doing, doing that and Kill them, obviously, yes. But, yeah. um, <laughs> what are you drinking tonight? Um, oh, so on, on the back of... Um, Your Latvian beer? No, 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 no. Uh, on the back of Christmas gifts and bottles okay. being given, I've, I've skipped beer tonight and I'm drinking um, Kraken Rum. Oh, that's a big uh, glass of Kraken Rum. Well, it's, it's mostly lemonade. Don't, don't okay, fair enough. Yeah. It's just because it's got to last me as well. I think our so. friend Barry quite likes Kraken Rum. I've bought him a bottle of that in the past, and he was very mm. much a fan of it. Yeah, it was uh, one of the in-laws got me. My, mm. They usually get me a bottle. Um, so I thought I would have a wee rum and, and kind of lay off, lay off the beer. Very nice. So, yes, what are you drinking, sir? I, I'm off the beer entirely off all the alcohol. I've got a Jurassic Park mug full of hot chocolate, and I have a glass of lemonade. So I am very much not adhering to the... The remit of this podcast, but I'm just um, not, doing it, the, not, doing the, not doing the dry January thing, but just like not really in the mood. Yeah, no, I, I get that. There's times, yeah, where you're just I don't, yeah, I just have not that space for it. Yeah, no, I get yeah. that. I'm respectful of that, sir. That, Thank you. Fine. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's nice yeah. to make you respectful of that. Um, so, so tonight we're, we're one spirit in a movie. So, one spirit, maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not a bad title. Um, let's kick it off. Like, so, we've got the three main films we're going to talk about later on that we'll both watch. So, hmm. We'll skip over them this now. What have you watched of interest at home? Anything that sort of yes, yes, there is. There's a few things at home I've been watching. Um, the the kind of main one I want to talk about, um, that I think I might have briefly touched on last week, um, is Broadchurch. Broadchurch, um, okay. Which a bit late to the party with this one. I think I think it ran from like 2000 and I want to say 14 to about 2018. <laughs> Okay. So it's not it's it's not like really really old, um, but you know, I've kind of caught up with it. Um, so what is know, what is Broadchurch? Broadchurch it's it's basically a kind of police drama set in a coastal town um, in the south of England. Um, it's based on like a Scandinavian one. It sounds like it's based on a Scandinavian one. No, apparently this was written before. There is a Scandinavian one, and people tend to think that I was I've done, done research, and apparently okay. this was written before the Scandinavian one, but it took longer to get. I enough because normally. So this is all around. There is an American one as well. Um okay. so the Americans kind of remade it as well, um, a wee bit more recently. But yeah, the premise is um it's three seasons. First season is another year old boys murdered, um, and these two police officers who've got clashing personalities. Um, try and solve it um, right. and it, it just kind of moves along with that the second season is that they've solved it and then it kind of focuses on the trial and then the third season moves on to like, a different crime and, okay. and that's that's where it all ends it just kind of stops from there but um, it, it stars um, our very very own David Tennant nice and uh, Olivia Coleman as well very good um, it's a bit of this pre-Oscar win I'm assuming roughly yeah pre-Oscar win 
Yeah, when did the favourite was? What was that three, four years ago? The favourite? Yeah, about twenty nineteen, maybe the year before. Well, 20, so, yeah, that, 20, uh, so it actually wouldn't be long after. So she was maybe filming the favourite on the tail end of this. Um, but but yeah, the cast the cast was was really good. Those two particular are phenomenal together. Um, great great chemistry, and I think I always tend to forget how good David Tennant is. I was thing, I can't really remember him being in much, to be honest, because like I didn't. I'm not a Doctor Who fan, mm. so. Mm. I don't. I don't watch that. So I'm trying to think of anything I've actually seen. David. Uh, you yeah. would probably. Um, best one for you would probably say would be um, Jessica Jones. Yes, yeah, Jessica Jones. That's what I remember. And he was in Fright Night, the remake of that. The, the, uh, the remake of Fright Night as well. Uh, yeah. I remember yeah. Good Omens, the the, mm-hmm. the making of that. But yeah, and, I'm really, and he's in Sandman for an episode as well. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not a huge Doctor Who fan, so my David Tennantness is sort of a bit. Lacking, whereas like who's our Doctor Who that's in a lot of stuff? Um, he's Did in Eccleston. No, he's in Last Night in Soho, and he was in Morbius as well. Or oh, Sweary Man. Yeah, him. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like I, I know more of him from like as an yeah. acting point yeah. of view. But no, a... Terence a very good actor. He, he, yeah. com- he completely convinces when he's on screen. You know, you, you kind of buy into it, and, and then oh. he's, he's he's full Scottish in this as well, so he's not oh, nice. some some kind of accent or anything, you know, it's, it's just him. And Olivia Coleman, um, she, she's... Always excellent. Yeah, she, she's solid, you know, she, she seldom lets you down. She, her performances are always great. So I watched that. Um, I've been binging that over the past probably two weeks. Um, I think it's about eight episodes per season, um, about an hour each. Mm. Um, so, I'd, and it was one of the, I think, quite a few nights where we kind of sat up till like one in the morning, you know, just kind of, because we'd watch the penultimate one and be like, oh shit, we need to, what's happening? Do you know what I mean, it's just so engrossed in it. Mm. Um, so yeah, it totally swept us away. So the, that's, that's probably been the highlight of my viewing in the past, the past month. Um, yes. Really, really good. I'd, I'd, I'd do to watch it if, if you can. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, is it on? What's it on? We got it on ITVX. I will look for that. Yeah, um, I, I, TV's a tough one for me right now because like, there's a lot of stuff I'm watching, but I, I, I find it hard to commit to something again. Yeah, you yeah. know, like I've still not finished Andor. I'm like seven episodes into Andor. I haven't done this. I'm sort of picking my way through that. Unless unless I hear something that maybe really has to really grab me. And police procedurals have never really been that much of my thing. You know, it's not really yeah. done yeah. that. I like them when they're done well. Um, yeah, I'm the same, but. I, like, I've never really, into the stuff like the, the tunnel or the bridge. I never really get into that kind of stuff either. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really love, um, I've seen this to Lorraine as well. I don't know if she knew this, but I'm, I'm quite a big fan of courtroom dramas. Mm. Um, when I was a kid, I used to fucking adore LA Law and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so the second mm-hmm. season was, was really kind of heavily involved in that. And it's just, mm. it's love watching, you know, the kind of lawyers back involved and. Mm. Stuff like that really gets me as well. But yeah, I would say if you ever get a chance, I, I know what you're saying, there's so much, so much out there just yeah. now. But yeah, stick on your list and maybe one day I'll get to it. Yeah, eventually, when I'm a rainy, wet weekend, I might sit and watch. But watch. I, think, I think it's possibly been, I don't know if it still is, but um, up until recently, ITV's like most watched show perhaps as well. Right. Um, oh, or done, you know, in their top kind of two or three, yeah. like kind of all time viewing and stuff like that. Um, and I remember at the time when it was on, like, word of mouth, you know, everybody was, it was just, you know, the, the, the current kind of babble, you know, was about this programme. So um, I'm kind of glad I eventually got Picked up on it eventually. Yeah. Nice. And what about yourself? Anything? Well, I want to mention, first of all, is one called, it's a movie I watched, which you've not seen, it's called Triangle of Sadness, um, which I watched on Rakuten, because um, I have Rakuten. Was this um, in the cinema rather recently, I think? I think maybe... October time, mm-hmm. October yeah, 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 yeah. Right about then. So essentially, it's it's um it's a it's a critique on class, is what yeah. it is actually. Um, it was directed by let me get the guy's name because it's obviously Norwegian or Swedish or something. I can't remember the guy's name. Ruben Ostland, which is um, Swedish. Um, and film revolves around the basically it's a yacht and it's got a lot of people on it. Um, and it's sort of the class system between like sort of the the haves and the haves not on the on the boat. Yeah. Um, and how the people who the haves have got their money, like one, like one elderly couple are talking, and suddenly find out that their money comes as like their, their arms dealers. You know, like that's, oh, that's, okay. that's they do, you know, yeah. they don't, it's just a business. And you got like an influencer on there. You've got like a guy who made money from like you know dealing in like manure and stuff like that. So you get kind of different old money, new money. You know, influencers yeah. don't really have any money. Or they're purely as they get gifts, so they're not really rich. They're just sort of experienced rich, if that makes sense. You know that kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, Something happens and they end up shipwrecked. And again, it's how the class system devolves at that point. You get the people who are the lower classes suddenly have skills that the upper class need. 
but the upper class are like sort of still refusing to ex- accept that they're subservient now to the lower the, class. The yeah, lower that's quite like, interesting. Actually. It's, quite, so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's it very very enjoyable. It's very funny, um, like blackly darkly funny. Mm. Um, there is some imagery in it that will definitely haunt you for um, like you know in a, in a funny way, but you like it will make you if, if you if you got a weak stomach. If I had watched this when I was ill, it would probably not have gone down well. Well. Because um, there's a, 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 a scene set at a dinner party on a, a rocky sea, um, let's put it that way. Um, right. You know, so, so stuff goes down or up, depending on how you want to look at it. Um, but I found it very funny, very well, well done, and just a really entertaining watch. And one of those kind of films that I would like to see in the cinema, I would like to hear reaction. Yeah. And I can imagine perhaps being a, 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 a decent percentage of walkout. Think like, so, oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, there's a, yeah, a few moments I feel could get people walking out, but I'd I like to hear that in a, in a full cinema with like you know the reaction to some of the stuff because there's some of the stuff that bothers on just like traumatic, but also I can imagine you would laugh your ass off at it mm. well, because it's just it's so ridiculous you can't help but laugh at it, you know. So yeah, I, I who's think, who's in it? Is there any big names in it? Or? Woody Harrelson's in it. He's sort of the biggest name in it. But he's like an Anne Woody Harrelson credit, you know. So he, right. he's he's in it. Um, Harris Dickinson is probably the bigger name in it. He played, he's one of the influencers. He's also in, if you've seen that, see how they run film. Yeah. He plays um, Richard Attenborough in that film. Oh right, okay, got you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what, and he's also in the Kingsman, the new, the new one. One of the, he's one of the Kingsman. Um, right. those are people who I really recognised. Um, I'm sure the rest of people have probably had like sort of stellar careers elsewhere, but the other two kind of stood out for me as, um. The ones that you might actually recognise. Yeah, um, I, I I think this was on my radar for a cinema watching. Yeah, yeah. just just life and what's <coughs> got in the way. So yeah, it's one that I'll keep my own for. I would get if I get a rating, uh, if we'll probably, probably, probably say about seven and a half out of ten. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not too bad at all. I will make a point of trying to check that. Yeah. Yeah, so it's on Rakuten. So you can rent it on Rakuten, but um, if you're not able to rent it on Rakuten or rent it on Amazon or anything like that. I'm sure it'll come to one of those services at some point. Yeah, definitely. Okay. It'll make its way over to, to a broader platform, I think, at some point. Um, yeah, um, that That's pretty much it in terms of TV. Um, I did eventually watch Pinocchio. What do you think of Pinocchio? The, the, you you spoke one? about in Light and Lent three, three weeks ago. Was it? Two or three weeks, weeks ago, ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it really mixed with this one, dude. Um, I thought <coughs> it looked beautiful. Um, it's stop motion, I mean, and, and it had that Del Toro imagery, which yeah. is it, probably easier to manifest onto, you know, that that kind of medium other than live action. Um, yeah. So, you know, the, the weirdness was was there all the way through. But I think the biggest thing that, that, that great thing about it was Pinocchio was a bit of a shit. I think, I, that thought, I, think more, I think that's more in keeping with the book. I think, and even if you think about the Disney cartoon one, Pinocchio is a bit of a dick. But he's he's kind of cute in that level, whereas in this he's quite. It, it was quite jarring as to how they modelled him as well, because yeah. the folk we know and love, you know, he's got the leather hose and the, you know the wee jaunty hat with the fair and stuff like that. Um, and pretty much every other incarnation of Pinocchio I've ever seen, it, it's kind of somewhat modelled. Whereas this was, you know, this was like an ugly piece of wood that, that kind of resembled a kid almost. Do you kind know of what almost. I mean? And like I said, this is more in keeping with the original story. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely it's not disnified in any way, and it's not for. I would say the film's not for kids. Uh, no, it's it's not at all. Um, like I say I found some of it quite jarring, and, and the, the kind of visuals and the, 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 so I think you'd mentioned the songs seemed completely unnecessary. Like <coughs> you don't need that song in there. That it, it doesn't. It is detracting from from the journey almost. Um, I mean, yeah. So it was a strange choice to make it semi musical. Um, that was that was I think my biggest takeaway from the thing I didn't like about it was music. I just didn't think it worked at all. And there's no songs in there. They're, they're all instantly forgettable as well. That's, um, the, I, yeah, the yeah, there's yeah. yeah, not. Well, if you said to me now, can you remember what any song? I can't. Mm. Honestly, can't remember a single single song from it. Um, but yeah, it was just really really weird. Um, see, it's fairly pleasing, but I just found. A lot of the characters are likable, and, and the music didn't cut it for me. Um, I rated it a five out of ten. Um, I gave seven, seven and a half. I, yeah. I, I think I was up on it a lot more than you, and yeah. enjoyed what it was. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a dreadful watch, and you can see the love and the care that it's been poured into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you, you, you can see the Del Toro hands all over it. Um, but 
in in short, Pinocchio's a dick. As, as kind of, yeah, he is a little bit, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, eventually I caught up with that. So I think that is us up to speed. In, well, I'll um, mention one more that um, I watched, which you didn't watch because you want to watch it, but I'm going to try and put you off watching it. Um, and that is a film called The Monsters. Um, ah, right, okay. Directed by Rob Zombie, which was supposed to drop on Netflix, I think, about October time, and it just suddenly mm-hmm. didn't appear for some reason. That's right, because we were all set for what I think we'd announced on the show. We were going to watch, gonna it, watch yeah. it, and then, um, nope, we're not. And it's now available for rental on things like, again, my aforementioned Rakuten, and also Amazon, and all those kind of places. Um, this is quite possibly one of the worst things I've ever watched. And I've, I've watched some shit, Colin. Like, yeah, I, oh yeah, yeah. We, I've watched some bad, bad stuff. Yeah. You know, um, this is this was truly horrendous. So before you, you give me the reasons, why, are you familiar with the monsters? I am or? very familiar with, I'm familiar with the monsters. Yes, I, I know of them. I know about. I've seen them. I know the sort of general story of the monsters. Yeah. Um, seen a few episodes of the TV show. I remember it being on Channel Four. That's right. When yeah, I was yeah. a kid. Um, yeah. So I am. I am. Not as up on them as I say. I'm, as I am with the Adams family. I think it's almost like yeah. sort of like, they're kind of dueling sort of gothic yeah. families um, but I know enough about them yeah cool no cool it's just yeah the Go acting in, in this is horrendous like genuinely embarrassingly horrendous wow and there's some massive interest that's some good people you've got um, what's his name Doctor Who in it um, old Doctor Who Scottish Doctor Who uh, Sylvester McCoy yes Sylvester McCoy's in it is, um, the, the, um, Richard oh I remember his name now. he's a big, big tall guy really lanky looking guy he's in Kingsman as well I'm saying, I'll, get, I'll get a name for you, I can't remember his name, but he's, he's a good actor. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, second here. It's, it's Richard Brake, you probably know him, you see him. Yeah. Uh, jo- uh, Jorge Garcia, you know, big um, thingy from Lost. Oh, right, yeah, I know who you mean, Hurley, yeah. Hurley from Lost, yep. yeah, you've also got, well, she's not the best, but Sherry Moon Zombie, uh, Rob Zombie's wife, isn't it, as yep. well? She plays uh, the main lady. It's just, it looks so cheap. Wow. Like, really cheap like it looks like you're looking at going like where did the budget for this thing go what was do you know what the budget was for it i think it's about nine or ten million which is, it's not a lot of money i'm not denying that it's not but a it's lot. enough to make something not fucking awful surely yes um zombie has got a zombie's got a style right he's a man who does blood guts gore and horrible things yeah to a certain degree, it has got a, people enjoy that. You know, like, I don't mind Devil's Rejects. I actually quite enjoy Devil's Rejects. Mm-hmm. Um, House of Wax has some charm to it. Um, his Halloween films are fucking atrocious. Didn't like them at all. But he's got a... He has a an oeuvre. Yeah, yeah. This is PG. So there's no blood, guts, and gore in this. And it's relying on dialogue and comedy, that a script that he wrote. And based on the world, Rob Zombie can't do comedic dialogue when it comes to writing it down it's just it's so stilted it's just Ooh. nothing about this film was entertaining it was from almost the first minute it was bad and it did not get any better and i'm angry for it being made by him and i'm angry for myself for continuing to watch it when i should have gave up on it yeah yeah but i think the problem with this and it's the same as cinema as well as soon as i've got the box of damage is done well you fucking watch it or not it's irrelevant because oh, oh yeah yeah, you've funded it. That, that, that's it. Um, that's one. Once it, I've kind of come out of cinema feeling quite angry that I've paid money to somebody. Do you know what I mean? For, for you see that? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I can. But a bad film that's maybe not executed well, and you know maybe the story isn't quite hang together. Maybe some you know that I can almost take. Mm. This felt incompetent. Oh, fuck. You know what I mean, which like, shouldn't be because Rob Zombie's. I mean, he's. Yeah, he's not my favourite director, <coughs> filmmaker, and, and he's not yours, but he's he's been doing it for a while now. Do you know what I mean? He's got mm. experience, so there's no excuse for, for shit, other yeah. than, you know, you're, you're just not very good at what you're fucking doing. Yeah, um, it felt, yeah, that's what yeah. it felt like, and it felt, and mostly it felt cheap. That was the thing. It looked, oh. so, it looked like almost like Poundland costumes were using. <sighs> Jesus. Like, it was honestly just, it's an hour and 40 minutes long, and for an hour and 39 minutes and 48 seconds, I was angry and I was annoyed. Fuck. Yeah, it was a really bad watch. It's horrible. There's been a few movies that we've discussed in the podcast that I've watched and you're angry through and it's horrible because we're both like, we've got this compulsion to see something through. It's like, I'm, I'm like a bad, if I'm reading a bad book, I have a compulsion to finish it. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing it's fucking impossible. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, but for the most part, I'll read it just to finish it, just so I can get to it. And perhaps maybe that's my fault. Maybe I should just say, you know what, this is, I'm not enjoying this. Yeah, Let's just give up on it. But I feel 
almost yeah, no, I, I get it. But it it's weird. I find when I'm watching stuff like this or those kind of films that make you angry is the the anger builds as well and but mm. there's almost a rage. Yeah. <laughs> it it kinda carries I'm over to when finished. I couldn't sleep properly last night. Like I was up longer than I should have been like going, That's fucking bad. Why yeah, are I wasting yeah. my time doing this? I wasted an hour and forty minutes. So that's what's it, really... it carries over to, to you know the movie finishes and you're like, I'm yeah. fucking you know, no, I'm angry about yeah. this. This anger's not dissipating them. Um, oh, that's just before it called The Outfit, starring Mark Rylance. He plays like a, mm. a sort of a gangster in, or a tailor in New York. You know, yeah. who gets tied up with gangsters. Yeah. Really enjoyable movie and really dug it. And then <coughs> I watched this, I'm like, this is fucking horrendous. Oh, dude, I, I feel for you, man. I, I've totally been in that space so many times and yeah. I totally get exactly what you're saying. Just that, that sense of rage and you're sitting there and you're like, fucking, oh, see what about it and antsy. And... Is it, is it, um, just like, did they do it in colour or black and white? Colour. Colour as well, okay. Yeah. Was it originally in colour? Or did it go from black and white to colour? Maybe black and white to colour. Possibly, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been a long time for I've seen the monsters. Um, oh, that's a shame because I was quite... I, yeah, I was quite, quite I was, yeah, when it was first announced. I was like, you know, Kyle Adams family worked monsters will work as well. And I'm, I'm actually, I'm actively not going to watch it on the basis of what you're telling me, sir. I'm, I'm going to heed... Your advice to the Not that you make up your own mind, but I would honestly, I don't think you'd get anything from this either. No, no, I, I, I completely trust your judgment, sir. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to touch this with a fucking 10 no. bars bowl. They will get no money from me, none whatsoever. Okay, well, um, I'm giving it a 1 out of 10 if I can give it anything. Why is it getting a 1? Go on, do it, do it, do it. They, they, they put it out, they got it out. Well, they made it, I guess. You've always said that even the worst film ever made. It's a film that got made, so yeah. And, and probably a lot of people who did work hard on it. Maybe not the people who should have been working hard on it, but probably yeah. a, lot, a lot of people who are doing their best they could do under a proper circumstances. But what makes somebody like Rob Zombie look at the finished result and think, yeah, cool, go? Maybe, do you know what I mean? Maybe he was going for a tone. He thinks he's nailed the tone, but I don't think he nailed the tone. I thought he, I think he was wildly off, wildly yeah. off. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm feeling angry now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm angry. I'm angry by by virtual osmosis. Yeah, <laughs> you should. I mean, honestly, if you're if you're within about a mile of me last night, you'd have heard me. Yeah, <laughs> My neighbours are wondering what was up. What what somebody was doing to me last night. I was so enraged. You can imagine your neighbours phoning the police and the police going, "What's going on?" And we go, "I don't know. We heard the monster scream tune and then just crashing and banging just and banging <laughs> and just shouting." Um, but anyway, let's move, let's move on to better things. Let's, let's move on yes, to happier things. films. No, so, no, when it came out just before Christmas, it was a big kind of um, festive release. Um, it was out about a month before it in the cinema, but I don't think it done. I think maybe I don't think it done huge business in cinema. I think everyone knew it would come to Netflix. Yeah. Um, which is where we waited for it as well, um, and that is. The Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. Mm. Um, the first film in this massive deal that Ryan Johnson's now got with Netflix for movies. Um, so they're, they're not all going to be Knives Out movies because he's got, he's got a movie deal with them. Yeah, yeah. So, deal. so Ryan Johnson was the man who directed Looper and Brick and Star Wars The Last Jedi and also the first Knives Out. Um, so the plot yeah. of this one is it is a bunch of sort of influencers um, are invited to an island by their best friend who's a like, sort of head honcho influencer yeah. um, they go to the island they suppose they have like a murder mystery weekend um, but that goes awry and all, as one of the people on the, on the island is um, Be- um, what's his name? Benoit Blanc Benoit Blanc yeah. um, it's up to him to investigate the, the murder um, of one of the guests yeah and yeah. Hercule Poirot fashion show, is it? Yes, say that, yes. You've got, in the film, you've got Daniel Craig um, sort of bringing, coming back to his Benoit Blanc character, who was pretty much the only holdover from um, yeah. this one, yeah. I actually quite liked um, in that way, you know, sort of like, it's just this, he's a, he's the the through bit, like you said, like Poirot. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's, it's the, the centre's always that, that one character, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. the whole centre of that donut. Um, yeah, yeah. You've also got in it, you've got Kate Hudson, um, yep. who I've seen on screen for a long time, I'm a big fan of Kate Hudson. Uh, Leslie Odom Jr. Um, from Hamilton, he popped up in it. Um, they've always lovely Catherine DeHaan, Jessica Henwick, um, Ed Norton, who I've not seen for a while. I've not seen Ed Norton on screen for a wee while now. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember the last time I've seen him on, on anything. I've seen him on that one. One with Bruce Willis, that Motherless Brooklyn? Yeah, I never seen that. Yeah, that, that was a yeah. Mm-hmm. You've also got Dave Batista, Janelle Monet, and also in a very nice cameo, you had Ethan Hawke pop up for literally a minute. Yeah. yeah. And also 
Hugh Grant was in it for a minute as well. Yeah, yeah, very, very, very briefly was, as well. Um, Angel Landry, probably her last role as well. She popped up. Yeah, in it. That, that was quite sad actually. Yeah, yeah, that, wasn't it? I, I don't particularly care about Angela Lansbury. I've no investment in her whatsoever. I know who she is and stuff like that, and I've seen her on TV and films and all that. But there was something strangely sad about that. Like, I mean? sweet about it, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So just uh, kind of similarly, we have finishing off Cheers <laughs> eventually now, and and Kirsty oh, Alley, isn't it? Yeah, and. Just really watched the light, and Lorraine said, Oh, that's a shame, and it just dropped. And I was like, Fuck, yeah. you know, just stuff like that. But yeah, it was weird that Angela Lansbury, and I was like, Oh my god, um, yeah. strangely, strangely affecting and weird. Yeah, I feel the same when I watch anything with um, Bill Paxton. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's just like, Oh, it catches you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, Oh, big Bill's away. Anyway, uh, were you a fan of the first Knives Out? I was, um, yes. I, I, I massively enjoyed the first Knives Out. Um, what do you think of this one? Not a massive fan. Oh, that's a shame. Um, I I felt the tone has it, it really shifted. I think Benoit Blanc's became a caricature of Benoit Blanc. He's always a caricature. He, that's the whole point. No, I I think the way they've dressed him and stuff like that. I think that they're taking who he was and that they've exaggerated it even even more to the point of parody almost. Perhaps mm. is what I got from it. I just. I don't, I don't know. I, I felt he was, he was a bit more kind of clownish this time. Like in the first one, he was quite kind of suave, dressed quite suave. I'll give you that, yeah. In the first yeah, one, he was, suave. he was very much in control of what's Yeah, control. and more in the background, you know, whereas in this one, he, he's almost he's almost like a buffoon at times. But is, that, is that an act? I don't think it is, no. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think, I don't know if Johnson's got this idea, he's maybe got more movies in mind and he's building a character and, and you know, obviously characters develop and I, I get that, you know, you don't, your character's not who you first see in the first movie. They, they change and develop. I would argue there's a, there's a ton in the second act that we're obviously not going to spoil, mm. where it's it's beholden for him to reveal as little as possible about who and, and to maybe play the fool a little bit. But but he's playing the fool too much in the first act for that to to. Sort the first act, the first act is technically after the second act. Mm. Yeah, but nah, nah, I don't think it. No, nah, I think they've just caricatured the character uh, that's what Fair i got enough. from it Fair myself okay. um that was it, it was still a good performance from from, yeah, from the boy. um although he is starting to, to age now i noticed um he's definitely not he's definitely not youthful bond he's, yeah, there's yeah, a certain, certain yeah. there's a wee bit more i mean he is but in his 50s now and he's been having to pleasure rachel vice i mean that seems like a, a, a an enjoyable job i imagine that would take that would, <laughs> you know because i don't think rachel vice will be, you know, you know, requiring it once. You know, I feel Rachel Vice will demand things of you before before she's satisfied. In the best possible way, put it that way, you know. And only James Bond can do that. Yes. Um, I, I can see why um it's time for him to hang up the Bond role. Um mm. I think he, you know he is you know he, he's not Bond anymore. I think physically you can see, you know, no it's you need I to move on. He's Bond anyway to be honest. I quite judge that didn't mean so much. Um but yeah I I don't know I felt also, as well, the rest of the cast, like, like the, the the original was quite quite an A-list cast, whereas this was kind of B C-list cast. I felt. Oh no, I disagree entirely. Well. Mm, who's your big? Who's the biggest hitter there? Ed Norton. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, Batista's in pretty much everything. Kate <laughs> Hudson's pretty much Hollywood royalty based on her lineage. I think she was great in this. I thought she was a bit. I thought she was hilarious, and I thought she was really uh, funny. I thought I loved her. Yeah. Um, Jessica Hemmings a definite star on the rise. Catherine DeHaan is beloved by the entire internet. Um, Janelle Monae is like sort of is, is sort of rising to the ranks as well. And Leslie Odom Jr. was up for an Oscar recently. No, but I would still say that the original cast for Knives Out was. Well, who's the original Knives Out? You've got Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. What's who played the old fella? What's his face? Chris Plummer. Chris Plummer. Three. So. I would say this um, you had fucking what's his face, uh, Michael Shannon, in, in the original as well. Uh, no, I, I'm sort of sticking by this man. I think I think mm-hmm. the, the first cast is, star is definitely falling. He's sort of more in the sort of maybe I would say possibly in the Kate Hudson level at that point. He's sort of the, he's sort of the. You think so? Yes, yeah. I, I think the cast is well is well balanced in this one as it is in the first one. I think there's yeah. enough star uh, power there. Mm-hmm. 
didn't didn't do for me. Didn't draw didn't me. Do at all. No, no. no, you go. I'm. I'm. Because I, I. I. did enjoy it. Just. I, it didn't live up to the expectations. The Fair first enough. one. I get the expectations. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Do buy. Um, I thought it was a really fun, supremely fun mystery, independent of the first, which I really enjoyed. It didn't. Mm try and follow on there was no sort of like moment where it said and this is all tied back to yeah like i yeah. like that that was good yeah um i enjoyed daniel craig he was sort of reveling in the role he's he definitely seems to enjoy that Sam, role. oh yeah he definitely has fun with the character yeah and, and i think almost as much know, as that one remember the one lucky logan when he played like the race card right yeah he yeah. seems to really enjoy and like getting into these kind you know he's, yeah. he, like, he wants to do accents and silly voices yeah. And, yeah. so i really enjoyed him i thought kate hudson was excellent i thought she was brilliant um, I, I really, I really dug her. I thought she was really funny. The bit when she's trying to get Alexa or something to, to figure out the song, and she dropped her lamp. Yeah. I thought it was very, very funny. Chanel <laughs> um, Monet, I thought it was also excellent. She plays like sort of the 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 dual role. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. she plays that. So I thought she was excellent as well. Um, the murder mystery feels, in a way, weirdly more convoluted but dumber than the first one. Yeah, yeah. I find the problem with that might be the is... point of it though, possibly. Boss, I, I didn't like the way halfway through it was like you had no prior knowledge. I'm not going to spoil it, but there's no prior knowledge of the setup. Do you know what I mean? Which you, I, I've always think is a, is a bit lazy. Do you like Shapiro, the idea that you, you have to, you, you can't, that everything has to be revealed to you up front because if you change, if you, if you, not, if you not up front, but I think, I think, somebody. no, I don't think up front, but I, I do think there has to be. Do you know I mean they can't just say and boom? Do you know what I mean I don't I like? I, don't I think like watch that. again, you'll be able to notice things. Things I don't think there is, but uh, I, I think I think it is just you have no idea because here that's why. You, and look, well, what the fuck? Do you know, when you watch again, that? you'll be able to that knowledge. You'll be able to, you'll be able to see things. I'm going to take you up in that and check that yeah. because I don't think you will. I think you'll still watch it and be like, no, that you've just put that there. There's no way that could have ever been evident at any point up until you said boom. But I'll, I'll, I'll test, it. I'll, right, I'll yeah, test yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, interesting. I thought it looked fantastic. I thought, you know, yeah, yeah. The, the build and everything looked amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Doesn't labour, which I thought was really impressive. It actually does move at a decent pace. It doesn't really sort of hang around. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't feel overly long. You know, it didn't, didn't draw itself out. I'll give it that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it was a shame that sort of this primary release has been Netflix as opposed to this. I know it was in the cinema, but it, it felt quite a. So why, why did why did they, they don't have any background on why they decided to do a, a week to, to buy it? But I think part of I think part of Ryan Johnson's deal is that he wants his film to be in the cinema, so he wants so that was sort of like the the um, part of the contract that he can release. It is odd. I think because on the same with um, Scorsese, remember. With um, as um, the Irishman. The Irish, yeah, yeah. It went to cinema for a little bit. It's odd though because, given the choice, you, you do think most people would be like, well, I'll wait a week. Well, do you know what I mean? Different We've got cinema cards. We could yeah. point, we could do that and not have to pay any extra for it. We can watch it and enjoy it if we were selling cards. That's what we're doing. But aye, if you've if you've been told, oh, this film's in the cinema now, but it'll be out on Christmas, like Christmas Eve, on Netflix, you go, I'll just wait three weeks. I'm I'm not in a rush to watch it. I'll just yeah. wait. And I watched yeah. it, and it's, it's, it's actually perfect Christmas Eve kind of Boxing Day viewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I did feel an odd choice. I did feel odd, but I think that's just more of the, the sort of Ryan Johnson's contract. He wants he's a cinema, okay. somebody who wants to be in cinema. Cool. I was just wondering if there was maybe a, a different reason for it, but no. Cool. Cool. I don't think there is. Cool. Out of ten. Oh, um, two seconds till I put my magic phone device. It tells me what I scored. Things five out of ten. Oh, that is. You're, you're giving this the same rating as um. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but for different reasons. Um, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, five, five out of ten. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm um, eight out of ten. I very much cool. enjoyed it. Cool. So yeah. average six and a half. Amazingly, yes. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. Right, so that's on Netflix. On from Netflix to Disney Plus, and that is Strange World, the newest Disney animation, which is amazingly still in cinemas just now. Uh, yeah, taking up quite a few screens, I believe, as well. Uh huh. Not even like, I uh, not just been ditched. Unashamedly, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is directed by Don Hall, um, who directed Raya and the Last Dragon, uh, Big Hero Six, and was one of the co-directors on Moana. So, so pedigree there. Yep. Pedigree. Uh, also able to directed by Kwai uh, or Key. Is it Key Q U I in Chinese? Is it Kai? Kai or Kwai maybe? Right, Kai. Sure. Uh, Nugan, um, and it's his debut feature. He was sort of co-directing it. So I think it's that's the usual Disney idea, like sort of 
new director who's done maybe writing in the past mm. and animation stuff in the past will work with a different and then eventually they'll move on to being a director and they'll leave an alcohol underneath them just to sort of keep the sort of process of learning going which is not a bad yeah, idea it's like an apprenticeship almost it's essentially yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah essentially yeah, yeah it's nice um, actually really that idea so the plot of this one is there's a, a family of explorers um who, who are very faithful going exploring and um, there's one son in it who doesn't really want to go exploring he sort of likes the idea of being at home and wants to figure out ways of saving the, the world without having to go adventuring um because they, they live in a valley the, the whole town's in a valley where you can't escape it because of the high mountains and yeah. problems so he decides to stay at home and he managed to find a crop that basically solves all the city's problems yeah um, and everyone loves him for it but his dad goes missing one day yeah um, yeah eventually as he gets older he said like 25 years later the, the son and his son get lost and they go into this sort of hidden world beneath the planet the world, world <laughs> um, where they come across the dad and yep. try and escape this hidden world that's beneath the world so it's a hollow earth story yeah um, yeah, yeah. This hollow earth disney adventure um and the film you've got jake gyllenhaal he plays this middle son like the, the son. middle son yeah the, yeah yeah Yep. yep. You've got Gabrielle Union plays his wife. You've got Dennis Play- Quaid plays the elder statesman. Um, you've got Lucy Liu playing like an adventure, a fellow adventurer, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Karan yeah. um, Sony plays one of the friends, and Alan Turek is the narrator. And Jabuki Young White is the son yep. in the film. Yeah. Um, I'll start with this one. Um, it was very cute, very colourful. It's got a very cute sort of like dog character. It's not a dog, but it's sort of like their kind of their kind of comic relief character. It's very sweet and cute. Um, but it's very surface level. There's, there's there's really not a lot going on below the very bright, colourful surface. I would yeah. say. Um, story is exceptionally predictable. It went for a sort of inside out vibe across the way up, but it really fell short of both yeah, of those. Both of those, yeah. Um, voice cast. I mean, it's been so kind of on the voice cast, but I thought they were all fine. But not, there was no real sort of like that's a great vocal performance. Like that. It was all very just sort of it could be anyone. Yeah, even Gyllenhaal. I didn't realise it was Gyllenhaal until Lorraine said he was in it. Um, do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. Like, do you not know, think the Gyllenhaal character, the, the one, was based the character on um, was his name Krasinski, and he said no at the last minute, so I had to bring in Jake Gyllenhaal because the character looks like John Krasinski. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah, that's a good point. It does actually more, yeah. more Krasinski than Gyllenhaal actually. Yeah. I, I, don't have, I don't think you have to look like a character you're voicing, mm. but there was definitely a John Krasinski ness about him when you yeah. looked at. Yeah, which may have been a better choice. Right, I, I almost feel that they had, like they had, in their mind they had like him and Emily Blunt lined up to like be the husband and wife, and they've said no, nah, we're busy. Yeah, and we'll bring in dude, some real shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I give it the only thing I give it plaudits for making it an LGBTQ plus character in it, but it's they don't bring they don't make it a big thing, which I thought was quite nice. It's sort of just it's there without being a major part of the story. If that makes sense. I thought. I, I don't really care about wokeness and all that, um, do you know what I mean? But I thought your target audience for this film is, I'm going to say, 7 to 13 year olds. Mm. Um, and I felt it was quite ham fisted, do you know what I mean? Like, I thought it was quite a normalised relationship. It didn't really do anything to sort of like push it in any way. I thought it was quite just a normalised relationship, which I thought was actually quite nice. I, I get it's, it's part of life and, you know, the, the, it's, it's perfectly normal and, and fine, but. You know, a seven-year-old kid is—it's it, just kind of—I don't know. I just felt it was a bit kind of. There you go. There you go for them. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I, don't, I honestly think it was any. I don't think it was any more ham-fisted or any sort of more pushed than any other sort of romance that you see in any other animated feature. Cool. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I thought it was handled handled dully, dully in the same way that other romances are handled. I thought it was made yeah. perfect in, in many ways. What do you think of the film? Um, pre- pretty much the same as you. I thought. I mean, Disney, they don't do films that look bad. Even mm. their bad films look nice. Um, yeah. So it, it did look, you know, the colours were, were, you know, vibrant and, you know, you know. Nice creature design as well. Yeah, the animation was was, was perfect. I just thought the script and plot was dreadful. Um, I was just completely, yeah. as you say, it was entirely predictable um, from start to finish. And it, it just bored me. Um <laughs> And I know I'm, you know, a, a 51 year old man is not who Disney's aiming for with this film. I get that, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm not, you know, they're not appealing to me. That that's not their target. But yeah, I just found it very hard to, to basically give a fuck. Um, yeah. In the nicest possible way, I, I just didn't care about it. 
And then just, I've not heard my nieces talk about this yet. Normally they're all about the Disney new releases and stuff like that, and they've not once mentioned, like, you know, Uncle Rich, we've watched Strange yeah. Worlds, so they've not, they don't care. Yeah, it's just, it's just very bland and, and generic and lazy, lazy story, right? Um, it's still very colour, but, you know, paint by numbers. It didn't feel, yeah. you know, near other than that. Which is a shame because it, it did look absolutely gorgeous. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and the concept of taking this whole yeah, strange world, um, it's, it's such an exciting idea. And just to kind of take that and, and just, you know, fucking minimise it and level it out is, is, you know, so dull, is mental. Yeah, it did feel very, in many ways, as colourful as it was, a very beige film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, I think the dialogue wasn't natural, um, it, it, you know, it kind of didn't flow, it wasn't, you know, kind of back and forth dialogues, it kind of just felt very poorly written and stilted as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, on that basis, I gave it a three out of ten. Five and a half I gave it, because it did look very pretty. It, it look, that's why it got a three out of ten. <laughs> 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 like it's not terrible. Like people, kids could watch it. I just didn't. Yeah. I just felt like it was definitely not the, the sum of its parts. I feel like it could have definitely offered more. Definitely. So yeah. There's bones there or something, but just nothing was really properly constructed. I would be interested to 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 kind of get a kid's thoughts on it, like, maybe, yeah. like a kind of nine, ten year old kid to see what they thought of it. I would be intrigued mm. to see that because I say we, I'm not. They're not making a film for me. I know that. Do you know what I mean, yeah. I, I get that. Um, and I've probably been harsh on it, been about a dick, do you know what I mean? Because I'm not thinking child Mackay, I'm thinking adult Mackay. Yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what, what my child thought. Maybe maybe you should suggest to your nieces that they watch it. And, I'll ask them. Unless I'm, I'll, I'll give my text yeah. and watch and it. We'll kind of see if what we're thinking is universal. Because kids, yeah. kids aren't dumb. Kids will, kids get bored of, of shit animation as much as anybody. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's why they can see through stuff that's like, you know, that's why they do love stuff from like Frozen. You know, they, they, they get it. They, they love yeah. it. Or they don't, Aye. you know, and they almost feel a little bit, I feel like kids can tell when they're being sold to, Yeah, you know? Yeah, 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 definitely. I think maybe it's a belief thing when you're a kid, do you know what I mean? Maybe if they, if they don't, you know, they, they don't believe it, then, you know, like, no, that, that, wait a minute, do you know what I mean? They're not bought into it and they don't believe it. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So probably saying strange world, not that strange or interesting. Yeah. Um, it, kind of Disney, I, I don't know what's going on with Disney, man. I, I'm kind of feeling more and more jaded with Disney as, as, as time goes on. Um, they smashed out Encanto last year and everyone loved Encanto. I've not seen it yet. Encanto's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Encanto. Yeah. 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 Yes. Uh, directed by Noah Bombach, who directed Marriage Story and The Squid and the Whale. This is supposedly uh, one of the most unfilmable novels. Uh, it's very much seen as that. Like, it's a film that shouldn't be adapted. Um, I've not read the book. Have you read the book? No, no, I've not. Has no. Lorraine read the book? No. Our man Stu read the book, and he said it was a very much, he agreed it's quite a film that maybe it'd be very tough to adapt. Um, so it's a film that, it's a contemporary American family attempts to deal with the mundane conflicts of everyday life while grappling with the universal mysteries of love, death, and the possibility of happiness in an uncertain world. Yeah. With toxic events. Yeah. 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 It was on Netflix. It's um, been straight to Netflix. The very decent cast. you got Adam Driver in the lead role as the father. Uh, Greta Gerwig plays his wife and mother. Don Chiro plays an associate of Adam Driver. He works, he's a lecturer, Lecture, professor. Lecturer, yeah. College professor, yeah. You've also got Jody Turner-Smith. You've got Bill Camp uh, on there's Benjamin and Rafi Cassidy all popping up in it as well. Um, what do you think of this one? I fucking hated this personally. <laughs> uh, really. So I, I didn't click when I was watching it who the director was. And then when I realised who the director was and I thought about the previous films he's directed. And if you go back and look at our reviews of those films, you'll see. <laughs> I remember you not liking Marriage Story, which I thought yeah. was kind of dumb. I, really, I thought Marriage Story was very good from what I recall. Which I actually was liked dreadful. It. Was it Miss, Mistress America? Was the other one he'd done? Francis Ha. I've not seen that. Was it Mistress America one? No, he'd done that, that as well. That was great. A girl who directed that one, I'm sure herself. Was it? I thought it was him, maybe. I might be wrong with that. No, you're right, Mistress America. I like Mistress America. I really enjoyed that. Made film. me really, really angry as well and sad. Yeah. Um, so I didn't realise it was him, and then when right. I started watching it, and I was like, I recognise this style and tone and this kind of dialogue choice and stuff like that, and oh, I was not happy. <laughs> yet to you, because the film is very distinctly three parts, yes? Yeah, aye, aye. Okay, so, yeah. But I would say all three parts feel very different. Like the first part, I'll give you, that feels very Noah Bombach. That feels very the Noah Bombach who gave his marriage story. Yes. Right? The second part, when like the, the toxic event happens, 
was Wait, the Anderson. best part in the film. That felt very Wes Anderson. Yeah, but the last part just went straight back to Bombach again. I no, see, I felt the third part when it gets to that part, the thriller part, when it's sort of like you get this kind of thriller, my- thriller mystery, it felt like lesser Coen Bros. No, I didn't get Com- that Coen Bros scripted directed by Noah Bombach. And you know what the Coen Bros like? They always give their lesser scripts to other people to direct. Yeah, I get what you mean, but no, it I didn't. felt like that a little bit. See if the film was the middle bit, I would yeah. have... I would have been all in, honestly. Um, I thought that was well done, um, you know, and, and kind of scale and stuff like that is like, is a disaster movie. I was like, well, well done, but yeah. the rest of it, dude, I was angry, man. I was, yeah. what? it really tested my patience. I wouldn't, I don't think I had quite the rage, the the, the monster's rage. Okay. Um, but I, I wasn't, I wasn't far off it. I was, I was so fidgety, and you know, I'd, mm. I'd do something and. I think I paused it a few times just to, you know, yeah. get my head out of it for a bit to go back in again. Um, and I, I didn't have a nice time, did? Um, right, oh, you, you, you go, you, you go, because we're very opposite this week, Colin. We've been very, yeah, I know. Yeah, um, we've been quite, which is good though. That's, you know, that's, yeah, we've been that, yeah. 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 agreed too much in recent weeks, so we have to yeah. get back to our, our dynamic. <laughs> um, I, I enjoyed it a lot more than you. Um, yeah, I found it pretty compelling. Um, with with caveats, um, I thought it was really good. Adam Driver, I thought a great, a great Adam Driver performance. He's one of those guys who I find very watchable in everything he does. Like I can't think of a film I saw, I've seen Adam Driver and I don't want to watch him. Like as little as I enjoyed the Star Wars reboots, I enjoyed him in them for what he was doing. You know, so I, I enjoy him as an actor. Right, I don't know if I'm just being crazy here, um, but is Adam Driver starting to become or starting to channel Jeff Goldblum? I think if he was more, he's a cross between Jeff Goldblum and, and, Judd, and, and maybe Judd Hirsch as well. Maybe yeah, he's, uh, yeah, I mean, but, but, you mention any other Jewish people in Hollywood who are almost no, it's, no, it's not. It's just, it, it, I mean, more in terms of like kind of mannerisms and stuff like that as well. And he even like kind of you know like, like how he dresses and in the glasses. I, I don't know. I just when I was watching it, I, I kept. Seeing, seeing our man but Jeff Goldblum there, that was weird. Bizarre. But, then yes, but Adam Driver's now going to go and fight dinosaurs in 65 million years, so I mean, that's. <laughs> so, the man, Which man Jeff Goldblum fought dinosaurs as well? He did as well, yes. Um, <laughs> um, so I thought he was great in it. Greta Gerwig, I thought also, who at times I'm very up and down on Greta Gerwig. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of Capital. I'm up and down on I enjoyed her. Um, I thought she was very good in this role as well. Um, Don Cheadle, criminally underused. Yeah, very, very much so, yeah. yeah. yeah you know, if you really have Don Cheadle in your film, make sure you have Don Cheadle in your film. You know, that's Don Cheadle cool. is, he, he, there's something about, do you love him, <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's just like, he's, he's just he's like, yeah, do you know what I mean? It's like, you, you want to have a coffee with Don and, you know, yeah. you just relax and put your slippers on and chat away. And yeah, yeah, yeah totally underused, I agree. Yeah, um, the three segments, what you said, it is not three, it's, there's definitely three distinct acts. Of the yeah, film. yeah. Uh, the tone style change didn't always work for me. Like, I, I, I found it a little bit jarring, you know, how it would twist from, you know, from particularly particularly it went from the, the first act to the Wes Anderson middle, mm. then back to a sort of thriller. It, it felt, it, it just, it, it felt odd, it odds with each other. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Um, and then you get the finale with the sort of the dance number at the end. Again, Which was so, the best part of the fucking film. Yes, it was very enjoyable. But again, felt out of place <laughs> within the previous concept. Um, I enjoyed parts one, and I really enjoyed part two. The weakest was part three. I thought the, the kind of conclusion of it all, it didn't really, it felt like it, the tie together felt a little bit lazy, I would say, mm. um, and I wasn't entirely convinced by it. I am told it does hold pretty true to the book, yeah. um, with a few things missing. Um, apparently, I think there's a couple of extra scenes at the end that maybe do a little bit more. But for the most part, it does actually follow the book pretty, mm. pretty well. Um, but yeah, I, I think I had a better time with it than you did. Um, there's a lot of things I liked about it, particularly Adam Driver, particularly the first two segments. Very annoyed at the lack of Don Cheadle. Um, and I, I can see it as, I'm not, I'm not going to say brave filmmaking, but it felt at least fresh compared to a world where we're getting very much, you know, like we talked about last week, just sort of like reboots and franchise movies. It felt at least something fresher. What? So... What I was thinking about is, as I was trying to, the, the dialogue really annoyed me, yeah. um, and I thought, did I just not like absurdist dialogue? Could but be. then I thought, no, but but then I, I I got to thinking, but I like the lobster and stuff like yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? Which I think is absurdist done done well. I like the dead don't die. Do you right. know what I mean? Is absurdist done well? I just think for me this is absurdist done shit. Maybe. Yeah. I, 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 don't no, know. I get, I get but it, it's, it's one of those things if you. If you embrace and engage in a world, then it grabs you. Like, for example, the lobster or 
the favourite or, you know, killing mm-hmm. the sacred deer. That, like, so you like the world that Lathamos builds. Yeah. Mm. Whereas you're not, you've been very open from the very start that you're not a fan of the world that Bombac Bomb built. Yeah, yeah. And I'm the same with, like, say, for example, for the most part, I'm not really a fan of the world of Wes Anderson. Yeah. yeah. Like, a lot of people do love it. I'm, there's, there's a, I've always got very much a disconnect from Wes Anderson. Yeah. Um, so I feel it, it, it's, you know, as soon as you know the director of the film is there and you know you have a certain style, if you're not embracing that style in the past, if he starts to do it again, you have an, an instant detachment to it, regardless of how good the story might be. Yeah, no, you're probably spot on, but actually, yeah, yeah. Like I say, everything I've seen for him so far, I've, I've really not enjoyed. And then once, as soon as I've kind of, the pennies dropped and I've been like, yeah. oh, right, bing, and yeah, that that's possibly what it is. But no, I, I did enjoy it. I watched it with Lorraine, who I thought might have enjoyed it, because she, she's she's like an Adam Driver fan and yeah. to, to the next dimension and stuff like that. Um, and she she was kind of the same as well she she kind of found it quite boring as well which i was mm-hmm. quite surprised at. i actually yeah. didn't expect that i expected her to be the exact yeah mm-hmm. out of 10 what are you giving it three out of 10 sir jesus um, man you've gone above five all night that this the, the middle section um got got the three out of ten if it wasn't for that this, this would have got the, the, the magical zero for me i think you're you're i think about working your rating system it feels like it, it swings wildly i'm giving it seven and a half out of ten <laughs> So that my, my average brings it down to, I would say, a five then. Five, yeah, which I think is better than a five, but okay. <laughs> um, next week, some interesting stuff out. So I will get to cinema and watch I Will Tell the Way of Water. We will talk about that in depth, mm, hopefully. Yeah, we need to. We need to that is my plan. That. I've still, still got stuff to say about that. Above and beyond that, on this, in Netflix, we've got one called The Pale Blue Eye, which is um, starring Christian Bale. Yes, and, Western. And, no. Well, kind of Western, it's set in the 1860s, something. 1860s, it's set in West Point. West Point. Modern yeah. murder. But the big sterling point of this is, like, so Christian Bale is investigating a murder, but his associate in the system. Is Edgar Allan Poe. Which might annoy me, it's going to annoy me a lot, because it's it's a guy from Harry Potter, uh, Dursley, mm. and he's given Alan Poe a Kentucky accent. Now, Edgar Allan Poe was from Boston. But apparently he was in West Point, though. He's not, no, that, I'm not denying that, but he didn't have a yeah, fucking Kentucky yeah. accent, which is going yeah, to annoy yeah. As a man who loves Edgar Allan Poe, that is just <laughs> yeah. me the fuck off. Um, Maybe his performance will... Yeah, but yeah, but I, I read the book for this, and I very much enjoyed it. Oh, book. Okay, I read cool. the book, I think it was in and I very much enjoyed the book. Right. Uh, also, out we have one called The Enforcer, which is Antonio Banderas and Kate Bosworth, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. A dark noir thriller. Um, I've seen the trailer for this, it looks... Strange. It looks uh, almost straight to DVD, doesn't it? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, kind of does. Yeah, yeah. So the fact they put it in the cinema tells me there's something maybe they believe more in it because normally they don't. They just normally just dump it on Netflix or something. I think I think Banderas is still still. Oh, Banderas is still Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's maybe why you know he's too big a star to to dismiss to yeah. small screen possibly. Maybe. In fact, a film I, I should have put on my list from this year that I didn't put on my list on last week's show was Official Competition, him and Penelope Cruz, which I very much enjoyed. Never seen um, that, damn it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. that was on. Um, also, this week, we've got a film called Till, which is the story of, I don't know if you know the story of Emmett Till, who was a, sort of, a young boy who was lynched in the 1960s in America. Yeah. And his mother was a big proponent of getting his pictures post-lynching in the coffin out to the world to try and yeah. sort of show to, uh, fucking raise awareness of the horrors that going on yeah. similar fact to the emancipation film that i watched recently will smith like sort of mm. a picture speaks a thousand words essentially yeah yeah, yeah. And i think it's all about her life i think during it and post that so it looks yeah it looks hard-hitting to say the least and mm. um, you've also got a man called otto tom hanks looking exceptionally grouchy which is getting very very lukewarm reviews yeah tom hanks we've talked about we talked about it um yeah. on the pod with you tom hanks is a very interesting stage of his career i'm not entirely sure what mm-hmm. this stage of his career is um so very much Maybe, yeah it'd be interesting to see where it goes so it looks like he's trying to kind of find where he fits just now because he's not young funny tom hanks anymore and yeah it's getting a bit kind of more curmudgeon so yeah it's interesting times for, for tom hanks yeah um and also out is Empire of Light, which is a Ooh. British film, and it stars Olivia Coleman. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, a drama about the power of human connection during a turbulent times set in the English coastal town in the early 1980s. Um, I've 
heard the words Oscar and Coleman put together quite a lot um, of this one. I think everything Olivia Coleman does reserves the words Oscar next to it. She is very rarely disappointing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I really want to see this one in a bit mm, as well. Um, there's another one out Netflix that I was going to ask you about if, if she's heard Kaleidoscope. What's your thoughts on this one? I believe it's from the people who done Shoplifters. Um, if I'm if I'm right, I'll, let me check that for you. Well, 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 so so I'll give I'll give the listeners um, the background. So Kaleidoscope, as I believe, it's a six part show, mm-hmm. but you can watch it in any order, and it will always have a conclusion that makes sense. So you right. can watch episode six, three, four, two, one, and it will make sense as a narrative. Um, or you could watch it backwards. You could watch the middle, then the end, and the start. Whatever way you want, you mix and match, and it will still be a linear, a linear story. Um, apparently, Netflix, if you, that'll randomise it for you. Um, oh. If you just click play, Netflix will basically decide you're getting watching this order. Yeah, or oh, you can okay. go in and do it your own way. It's almost like watch adventure, it. almost. Almost, but yeah, you're not in control. I think it, it's like kind of bandersnatch, but Snatch, elevated yeah. almost. Yeah. yeah, so I'm quite intrigued by it. I don't know if I want to sit through. Six episodes, because if it's shit and you don't like it, sometimes you're like, fucking hell, I started, do you know what I mean? Um, but It's odd, because I mean, like, Clue done this years ago, you know, the idea of, like, sort of multiple endings and sort of things like yeah, that. The ultimate, yeah. most of the narrative was 90% the same, so I mean, you could discuss it. Yeah. So I'm guessing, depending on how this one is put together, the narrative structure will change in some way, so it could be quite difficult yeah. to discuss with someone as to what your interpretation of that film is. Yeah, I think you would need to see all to do that, because I think I think ultimately the end conclusion is always going to be the same. It's how you get there. So I think if you've watched all of them, yeah, you could probably have a discussion. But yeah, if we're both halfway through, you'll see what about this? And I'll be like, right, okay. What are you talking about? That's not happened yet, you know? I thought thought like every film may look sort of essentially could have six different endings based on how many. No, I think it's the the outcome, (laughs) I think, is always, you're always taken to that same outcome regardless but it's how you get to, to that is, is always different which is, I mean it's, it's quite bold um, well, very much so. I, often I, I'm, trying, I'm but... mixing up because it's a film called Shoplifters that you said that they did I, I've not seen that film yet because there's another film out a few years ago I thought it was called Shoplifters and it was, it was one of the worst things I've ever watched and it was um, I can't remember who was in it now but it was a really fucking bad movie it was a really bad film what I might do with this one Kaleidoscope is, is maybe kind of check out a few reviews first because I don't know. There's potential for it to be exciting and something quite different and new, but there's also there's potential for it to be absolute nonsense as well. Aye, it's like it's like, it's like we said, like the Bandersnatch thing. That yeah. eventually for me became a bit it it lost it quite early on. Yeah, you know, yeah, um, definitely. The novel yeah, pushing a button to choose. Yeah, it was like I don't care anymore. Just get to the end. Um, the shit so, film I'm thinking about that I could I really did not like was a film called Cajillionaire starring Richard Jenkins and Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah, it's, a bit, okay. it's got a similar plot line to um, shoplifters with kids and families as a sort of a band of criminals, and it was fucking awful, like genuinely fucking terrible. But not as bad as the monsters, so. Not as bad as the monsters. I mean, again, close. I think I watched that in the cinema, which made it even more harrowing. That I had to, I couldn't walk out. I could walk out, but I would, as we've discussed before, I won't walk out. Because um, what it is, is the monsters the worst thing you've seen ever? It's up there. It really is. I still go back to um, Mordecai with me and yourself. Yeah, yeah. That was bad. Um, sad. Yeah. I Frankenstein was pretty awful as well, but I, I, <laughs> now get a, a really weird enjoyment out of how bad that film was. That's kind of becoming a cult. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's kind of like Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel is bad, but I kind of enjoy Hansel. Yeah, well. yeah, the same yeah. as well. Yeah, it's like it's bad, but in all the, the right ways. Yeah. It's... yeah. I'm kind of with it. Same with, even to an extent, Van Helsing to some degree. Actually, I know it's terrible, but I'll terrible. Kind of enjoy Van I'll Helsing. watch it. Um, what's the one, uh, the, the League of Gentlemen as well? That, yeah. that as well is terrible, but I will watch that every time it's on and I will fucking enjoy it. I don't care. I have a whole shelf of films are supposedly bad, but I'm like, you know what? I kind of like them, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. People hated the, the, the Godzilla one, you know, the one with Hank Azaria. And, um, yeah. And yeah. I fucking love that movie. So, yeah. Yeah. Very difficult. Anyway, tell me what think. Uh, you can find us, we're on Instagram, um, we're on Facebook and we're on Twitter, if you look us up for Free Beers and a Movie, and uh, the email is freebeersandmovie at gmail.com, T-H-R-E-E, still no emails, 
Um, there wasn't nice feedback on the Twitters though from people enjoying the um, end of year show. Did they? Oh, I, well, met, well, I, met, I met people who download us and then only listen to the end of year show. It feels like <laughs> based on the feedback got over the past then, <laughs> like sort of four or five but, days. But do you not think that this kind of perverse sense you get of lists that you know you, you want a list to be like yours? Do you know what I mean? And oh yeah, you, no, you read a list and you see them going, "Why you like that film over that one?" What's wrong yeah. with you? Like yeah. everyone, everyone so far that I've listened to has voted for um, everything, everywhere all at once, much higher than I did. Yeah. I'm like, but surely you must have loved the menu. Yeah. You know, why, why, why are you not loving the Why are you not loving the Banshees? And it's like, <laughs> what's the matter? You know, it's like, it's, it's, it's so silly to like be elderly, like rating films. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. oh, what else would we do, Colin? What else well, would we do? That, that's, we do it because we love it, so. That, yeah, that's, exactly. That's right. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and our opinion matters to us, I guess. Yes, exactly. It matters yeah. to us and no one else. Yep. Absolutely. Okay, I've been Colin, you've been Richard, and we've been Three Beers in a Movie.